Jesus. I just give him praise, honor, and glory this day, saints. And I pray that all is well with each and every one of you. Amen. We're going to ask, start our Bible study, if you would turn with me. Amen. Because I'm going to share what Father God has placed in my heart to share with his children. Amen. Let's turn to Second Peter 1, 1 through 8. Amen. Second Peter 1, 1 through 8. And it reads as follows, amen. It says, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, where we are given unto us exceedingly great and precious promises that by these we might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And besides this, giving all diligence, adding to your faith, virtue, and to virtual knowledge, and to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and brotherly kindness, charity. Amen. For this, for if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Father God is just speaking to us this day. Amen. And Saints, I just wanna I just wanna share a little bit about Father God's uh blessed promises that he has promised his children, Amen, that God has, has truly blessed so many of us in everything that we say and do and the things that we do in each and every day. Amen. Now with that being said, I want us to understand this, that there is nothing more comforting and secure than knowing that God is at work in our lives. Amen. Now, this comfort is a result of a confidence, not only in our own ability, but in God whose promises never fails. Amen. So, thanks today, I want to talk to you about God's unchanging Never have, he, he never changes, amen. He never changes. But I want to talk to you about God's promises for each and every one of us, amen. And when I say his promises, I want you to just understand this, that the, the comfort and the result of the confidence, not in our own ability, but in whom God is and the, his promises never fail us, amen. What God said, he is able to do, amen. So I'm going to be going from scripture to scripture, amen. But look at Numbers 23 and 19, because I want you to understand this. What God says, he is able to do. What God says, he is able to do. Now, Numbers 23 and 19 tells us this. It says, God is not a man that he shall lie, neither the son of man that he shall repent. He has he said and shall not do, and shall not do it, or has he spoken and shall not make it good. Amen? So everything 
that Father God has spoken to us has come to pass, amen. And this is the confidence that we have in him, amen. This is the confidence because what God says comes to pass. God's words are not man's words, amen. And this is the confidence, amen. But let me say this in 2 Corinthians 1 and 20, amen. If you would turn there, 2 Corinthians 1 and 20. For it says, for all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us, amen. For all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us, amen. Every promise that God made that relates to the past, I'm talking about the Old Testament, amen, but every promise that God made that relates to the past, he has kept, and that he gives that confidence to know that he will also keep the same promises that relate to the present time and the future, amen? So when God says something, there is action behind it. When God says something, something's going to happen. God is not a man that he shall lie, amen? Nor the son of man that he shall repent. When God says it, it's going to happen. Can God say things and it not happen? No, that's totally against him, amen? But God's promises are yes, amen? And what does this mean to us, amen? We only need to think about his faithfulness towards us, amen? That's all we need to think about is his faithfulness towards us. Is he willing to heal us? Yes, absolutely he's willing to heal us. Why is that? Because Isaiah 53 and 5 tells us this. It says, but he was wounded for our transgressions and it was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Amen? It is already done. It has been said and it is already done. One thing about Father God is when he says it, it is done. Amen? Is he able to meet our needs? Yes. Yes, he's able to meet our needs. Philippians 4, 19 tells us this. It says, but... My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Amen? Will he be able to comfort us in our time of need? Well, 2 Corinthians tells us this. 2 Corinthians 1 and 3 tells us this. It says, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercy and the God of all comfort. Amen? See, understand this, saints, everything that we deal with in life, everything that we come across in life, everything that we hear and everything that we see, God has an answer for it, amen? God is not a God that he has to sit back and think about what should I do, what should I do, how should I handle it? It is already handled, amen? That's why he does not want his children to worry about anything. When you look at a child today, a baby today, they're not worried about anything because they know their parents are going to provide everything that they need, amen? This is the confidence that we should have in Father God, amen? These are the promises that he has blessed us with, amen? Will he forgive us? Yes. First John 1 and 9 tells us this. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Amen. Not only does God forgive us of our sins, but he cleanses us from those sins, amen? So it's a twofold thing there that 
He does this and he does that. But God is able to do all those things. Amen. These are the things that God has promised us. Amen. Can God give us everlasting life? Yes. And this is one of the most noticeable, spoken, uh, memorized scriptures here in John 3.16. Can he give us everlasting life? Yes. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Everlasting life. Amen. Now, we can answer all the questions with amen. When we hear something good and we hear something of God, our first response is amen. Amen. When Jesus said amen, it means it is and it shall be so, it is complete. In Revelation 3.14, Jesus referred to himself as the amen, amen? He is the ultimate truth. He is the very essence of truth. He is the truth, amen? He is the beginning of all truth. He is the faithful and true witness. We have full assurance and confidence that his words are true and trustworthy, amen? Have you ever doubted God that he was going to do something for you? Many times people seem to think because I didn't get it, God didn't want me to have it. It's not that he didn't want you to have it. A lot of times you're just not ready for it, amen? And a lot of things that we want in our lives, it's not meant for us to have, amen? But his words are true, amen? But let me say this about us, amen? When we use it, when we use the word amen, it tends to mean let it be, or I agree, or it's truth. Amen. Mm-hmm. He gave us, in his word, he said, I give you exceedingly great and precious promises. This means that the promises of God are based upon his glory and virtue, and therefore perfectly relying, reliable, because God has never compromised his glory and virtue. Amen. God can't go against himself, amen? If God puts a promise out there, that promise is going to come to pass, amen? One thing I learned, saints, is this. As my children grew up, I never, I'm not going to say never, but as my children grew up, I made sure to check myself to never say promise. Because as a man, when you say promise, you don't know what's going to happen, amen? Mm-hmm. And kids will always check you on that, amen? We've never had to check God of any of his promises, amen? Never, amen? But to be careful on my part, I made sure that I stopped saying the word promise to my children. Because if you say promise to your children, they're expecting it to happen. But if God says, uh, gives us a promise, we know he's going to come through with it, Amen. We know he's going to come through with it. Amen. He, we never have to doubt any promise of God. Amen. Because Romans 3 and 4 tells us this. God forbid. Yea, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy sins and might overcome when thou art judged. Amen. Now, In the scriptures, the promises of God is the declaration or assurance which God has given in his word. We can't do that, amen? God has given in his word or bestowed blessings on his people. This assurance rests on the perfect justice, 
the power, the benevolence, immutable of God. Amen. So when God says it, saints, that promise that he puts out there, it comes to pass. Amen. It comes to pass because 2 Peter 3, 9 tells us this. It says, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. As some man comes to slackness, but in long suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all shall come to repentance. Amen. But even in our hearing and reading of God's word, we can wonder at times, is this promise really for me? Amen. Because we saw all the things that God promised in the Old Testament, and those things came to pass. But today, when we see the things that are going on around us, we ask that question, is this promise ready for me? Will God stay true to his promises? Amen. But look at Joshua, if you would turn here, Joshua 21, 45. Joshua 21 and 45. And it says this, There faileth, or there fell not all of any good thing which the Lord has spoken unto the house of Israel, all came to pass. So everything that God spoke came to pass. Do you know that if God said something to you and it didn't come to pass, are you going to start doubting? Absolutely, because that's what the flesh does, amen. But I want to read this out of the uh, Living Bible, amen. It says, every good thing that the Lord had promised them came true. In the NIV, it says this, not one of all God's, or not one of the Lord's good promises to Israel fell. Every one was fulfilled, amen? God fulfilled his promises to Israel. Not a single one of all God's promises fell, amen? Not one. He had given to the family of Israel and left un. Fulfilled. Nothing was unfulfilled. Everything that was spoken came to pass. It came true. Amen. So some would respond this way. That was Israel. That was back then. But those promises were for Israel. But what about us today? But Hebrews 13, 9 tells us this. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He does not change. Amen. Look at what the Apostle Paul wrote in Romans 9, 6, and 8. Now, I want you to turn there because, you know, people said that was Israel. We're not the same as Israel. That was Israel. He was looking out to Israel. Those were his people. But look at Romans 9, 6, and 8. Amen. Look at Romans 9, 6, and 8. And I'm going to read this out of the King James Version. Amen. It says this. It says, not as though the word of God had taken non effect. For they are not all Israel, which are of Israel. Neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all called, are they all children, but in Isaac shall thine seed be called. Amen. And eight, it says this, that is, that which are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God. The children of the flesh, these are not the children of God, but the children of the promise are the counted for the seed. Amen. Now, this is what Paul was saying. Paul is saying that 
simply being born a Jew was not a guarantee of being a part of God's family. Being a child of God meant to follow him completely. God's promises then were given to those who willfully committed their lives to obeying him. Those that willfully committed their lives to obeying him. For believers today, God's promises are still applied. These are the promises that enable us to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desire. Amen. In view of all this, in view of all of this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Not only are God's promises for us today, but scripture calls us to respond to them, meaning we pray for them to be enabled in the situation of our life. In everything that we do, we ask and look for God's promises in our life. Amen? Mm -hmm. Therefore, you can trust that what God has promised, He will accomplish. Amen? What God has promised, He will accomplish. God responds to our faith by fulfilling His promises in our life. Amen? God responds to our faith by fulfilling his promises in our life. So with that, saints, I'm going to close with these last two scriptures, amen? These last two scriptures. Luke 24, 49 says this. It says, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but carry ye in the city of Jerusalem until he be endured with power from on high. So they had to wait for that power, that promise to come to them on high. Amen. And we have to understand this. When it says this, it says carry. Amen. It doesn't mean that God is not going to, um, not going to fulfill his promises. Because again, we as fleshly men and women, we expect God's promises to hit us right when we ask. Amen? But again, many times when we ask for something or we want to stand on God's promises, just because it wasn't answered then does not mean it will not be answered. Many times it's because we're not just ready for it. Amen? It's not that time because you have to understand our time is not his time. Our ways are not his ways. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. Amen? But God is true to his promises to his children. Amen? Psalms 37 and 5, or 37 and 25 tells us this. And this is what David said. Amen. David said this. In 25, he says, I have been young and now am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor is seen begging bread. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed begging bread. Amen. I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. David gave a testimony from his own experience. He noted that God cares for those who trusted in him and walked in his righteousness. They were not forsaken, and their descendants were also blessed. Amen. Saints, I just want us just to continue to stand on God's promises. Amen. Because don't think because it didn't happen, it's not going to happen, amen. God has promised and God is a faithful and trustworthy God to where we can look for his promises to come to pass, amen. So with that, saints, I thank you 
thing. But let us just continue to stand on his promises. Amen. Let us stand on his promises. Amen. With that, I 